Some of the big name free agents that can turn your team into contenders hit the market on Monday. We're here to break it all down on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, football fans, and welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, breaking down all the biggest stories from around the National Football League. It is Tuesday, so you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL, myself, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on your favorite social media. And on today's episode, we're going to give you our yike and our like, including some good news on the salary cap for some of you, well, some of us, cap cap busted teams a little bit uh we're also going to be taking a look at some of the key free agents that have already begun to hit the market and also clarify some uh kind of finer points to those free agents and other names that you might hear uh, over the course of the next couple of days we got all that coming up for you on today's episode of locked on nfl we appreciate you very much for being here with us and being an every day or here on the show and making us your first listen here on the locked on podcast network your team every day today's episode of locked on nfl is brought to you by our friends at game time down Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. So, uh, a couple of big names, Luke, hitting the market early because of voided contracts, things like that. We'll define uh, a little bit of those terms here in a moment, but I want to start off with one big name, Derek Henry, as well as some other big names out there that are set to hit the market. I mean, these are some pretty good players that could potentially be the maybe one or two extra early pieces that some of these teams could pursue to turn themselves into contenders in 2024. Yeah, there's all kinds of big names on the list of players whose contracts voided out. So the reason that it is Monday, February 19th was the day here. That's 21 days before the league year opens up three weeks from Monday. So three weeks from today, as you're listening to this, probably will be in like the legal tampering period, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that is how most contracts are structured, that these players will will hit free agency or at the very least their contracts will void out. Uh, for those that don't understand, essentially teams have done some cap deferring stuff to help ease cap burdens in previous years. And now these players are becoming free agent and whatever money they pushed off, now they have to pay it. That's yep. functionally how it works. They've got to pay off all their debt now. Uh, so you're going to see dead cap hits for players like uh, Mike Evans will carry a 12.1 or 12.2 million dollar cap hit Ryan Tannehill some of these bigger names um, but thinking about it from a free agency perspective as well if you are a team that say is looking for a running back and you're going whoa 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 Derrick Henry who has already told the Titans uh you know I want to try free agency and the and the Titans do seem pretty dead set on being in like a full-scale rebuild around Will Levis um yeah. So I do think that that's going to be like a true, it's not going to be one of those things where he dips his toes into free agency for four seconds and comes back. Right. And it's going to be harder for him to return to the Titans now because that uh, dead money for him, that's $5.4 million that was nice and spread out. And any future contract, if they if he signed an extension with a signing bonus, would similarly spread out. No longer the case. Yep. Now, it's, he's, you might as well not put a name on that $5.4 million. That's just a penalty applied to the Titans cap. And signing Derrick Henry to a, to a contract works like signing any free agent to a contract. Um, 
But what that means is it depends on the contract's structure, whether or not it counts toward compensatory picks, which some mm-hmm. people, a lot of people care about if you're going to get a comp pick for that guy or not. And the key is, did he play out as many years as he was promised? I think that's the right. best way that I know how to put it. If you tack void years onto the end of a contract to do some cap stuff, but it doesn't actually shorten the deal at all, you're fine. It's still going to be a compensatory free agent and uh, signing that player is still going to count against you as a compensatory free agent. But if you have a three-year deal for a guy, but then you rework it so that the last two years are now void years and he's on the last year of his deal, which happens a lot for older players, Mm -hmm. that guy no longer counts toward the compensatory formula, which makes him that much more attractive of a free agent because now you're not messing with your formula by signing that guy. And the smartest teams can manipulate that really well. The Ravens are always really good at that. Yeah, the Ravens are fantastic. Yeah, that's why they always end up with like 14 draft picks mm-hmm. every year and all those other things. Um, I think that, yeah, you you look at some of these players who have ha- had the ends of their contracts accelerated, things like that. There's you know examples of that all over. Obviously, Derrick Henry was one of those examples. But I think if you're somebody that too is you know, a fan of a team that either is you know, doesn't have a starting tackle or has a starting tackle that's injury prone or maybe a young, you know, second year tackle. You're waiting to see how it goes. A guy like Tyron Smith, who's set to hit this market as well. The former Dallas Cowboys uh, mm-hmm. left tackle, he or, or offensive tackle. He ended up hitting the market today as well or on Monday, rather six million dollars of dead cap, dead money there for the uh, D- Dallas Cowboys. And you're going to hear us say a lot of things about dead cap, dead money. All that that means is money that's still on the books for players that are no longer on the roster. That's what it's a penalty at, so. applied yeah. to that team's salary cap. Like yeah, it's actually yeah. deter- like described in, in the collective bargaining agreement as a penalty. So you're no longer paying that player money. He actually has already received it and you just haven't accounted yeah. for it on the salary cap. Um, but he's but it still like counts as as yeah, as yeah. a penalty. It's like it's like swiping a credit card for a brand new computer and you're supposed to use the computer for five years and pay it off over that time. You decide to ditch it in two years, but you still have to pay the rest of that money that you owe. But now you have to pay it as soon as you have ditched the computer. Like right. you I try to put it no like more the, Yeah, you know, like Yeah, the, you the square it away immediately card. as soon as you cut that. Yeah. Card. Yeah. So like Um, those little things end up kind of, you know, impacting salary caps and things like that. And if you look at some of the the teams out there right now that after all of these moves have ended up kind of moving up into, uh, you know, how much, however much, you know, salary cap or dead cap and things like that. I think the Chargers uh, moved up there. The the Bucks are obviously up there. The Titans have moved up there a little bit and all that. That's all going to sort of change as free agency mm-hmm. kicks in and more teams incur more penalties for different reasons and, and, and things like that. So that's going to be a little bit of, of, of a sliding scale uh, along the way, but some good names uh, have hit the market for sure. Yeah. And, and a lot of teams are like your saints are currently projected to be over the salary cap. So well, they're going to have to make some cap moves and you're going to see some news about the saints and all those other teams that have uh, negative numbers right now. Mm-hmm. They'll have to get all that stuff done before I, what is it? March 11th, March 13th, whenever yes. the year turns over. Yeah. Um, and then you'll see exactly how much cap space they were actually planning to work with in the offseason. But yeah. yeah, there are a lot of names on here that I, I think are really fun. Uh, I love Dorrance Armstrong from the Cowboys. I actually mm-hmm. think he uh, is a, a really interesting guy that kind of didn't get a chance to start just because he was buried behind, you know, D-Law yeah. and Parsons and all these other superstars on the Cowboys defense. There's never really a place to put him. Um, but I think he, when he did play, he played well enough to at least earn a chance to compete for a starting job. And I think the the price will be right on him. He's somebody that I've been kind of calling for, for the Vikings to sign. 
Yeah, uh, Doris Armstrong, but, by the way, I just want to say real quick, over the last two years, eight and a half sacks as an edge rusher, eight and a half sacks in 2022, seven and a half sacks just this last year. So even with a, a limited sample size. As a, yeah, as a rotational guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really, really good production. And that's the kind of guy that's hitting the market here. Um, and then there are some situations where these guys are not hitting free agency the way that it would imply, such as Antoine right. Winfield. He is not hitting free agency. He can still get franchise tagged. Um, it's just that the the contract restructure crap that the Bucks did is now accelerating on them, but it's just a money thing. He actually, they still actually have up until the beginning of the league year to get something worked out with him, either a long term extension or franchise tag to buy them time or whatever they want to do there. Yeah. Uh, or with the Vikings, Marcus Davenport, where they actually renegotiated his deal. So his contract might still void out. They just deferred that date until the last day that they physically can, which is, uh, I believe, again, March 11th. Yeah, um, yeah, they ended up pushing it back into March. I think somebody like Darnell Savage is an interesting veteran presence if you just mm -hmm. want to bolster your secondary a little bit, but you don't necessarily need somebody to like lead it. Um, I think that kind of works for a lot of these guys that are a little older. Honestly, maybe the best player on this list, uh, this might be controversial with names like Mike Evans and Derrick Henry, but getting longer in the tooth. What about Dalton Schultz? He had yeah, man. a pretty sick year uh, he heading into free agency and voiding out um, from the Texans. I, if I'm Houston, I'm, I'm looking to try to get him back best I can. But again, it's it's hard because a bunch of that dead money just accelerated. And if they wanted Dalton Schultz back, why didn't they do it last week? <laughs> <laughs> yep, just bring him back and get them all re-signed. And that's going to be one of the things that's going to be most interesting about watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in particular this mm -hmm. offseason. Have we already seen the end of Mike Evans in Tampa? He's been a lifer so far, but he his contract ends up voiding $12.2 million of dead money going that way. Like Luke said, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit more complicated now to get him back in Tampa. Let's discuss a little bit more about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Have we seen the end of Mike Evans and another big name that's voiding Baker Mayfield? What does that mean for the Bucs? We got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On NFL is brought to you by Game Time, best place to find last minute tickets if you are thinking of trying to get out to anything whether it's a basketball game hockey game in your area concert theater a comedy show whatever's around check out the game time app because chances are you are going to see the best price that you will be able to see and hey they even have the game time guarantee if you find the same section and row for less somewhere else game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference they're that confident that they have the best price in town and the way they get that is with like these last minute deals and these flash sales where someone's just trying to get rid of their tickets and while things, you know, last minute tend to get marked up really hard, eventually people get desperate and game time knows how to navigate that for you. So head on over to the game time app or gametime.co and you can get uh, $20 off of your first purchase by using code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. If you create an account and redeem code locked on, you can get 20 bucks off of your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are amongst some of the teams to see some big names and watch their contracts void on Monday. Who will be back and who might be on the way out is a very intriguing conversation. Don't forget that you can also check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 national sports media stream on YouTube, the first of its kind over on YouTube that features coverage from our local experts here at Locked On, including as well our national experts that cover every league like Luke and I. We also have the NBA. 
NBA, MLB, NHL, and college sports, basketball, and football for you to check out as well. So go check them out today at Locked On Sports today and subscribe for the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So this is really interesting looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who found themselves in the playoffs just a year ago, got a fantastic, or really just a couple of months ago, uh, got a fantastic season out of Baker Mayfield in a year when a lot of people thought that maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were punting on the season post Tom Brady to kind of get their salary cap right and everything like that. They did get their salary cap right, but found themselves in the playoffs. Now Baker Mayfield is on that list. Sean Murphy Bunting, the cornerback, is on that list. And Mike Evans, the wide receiver, is on that list. Levante David, the linebacker, lots of Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this contracts-voiding list, Luke. Uh, what do you think this means for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Let's start off with Baker Mayfield, the opportunity yeah. to get him back on a new deal. So with Baker Mayfield, it's a little easier. He's He only counts 2.3 mil dead on the cap. Uh, which, you know, trying to like rush a deal to get that spread out, uh, I guess is probably not the biggest priority. So I could still see him, you know, returning uh, into Tampa Bay. I mean, the way that Tampa Bay brass and the coaches and everything talked about Baker Mayfield after the season, it's very clear that these both parties want something to get done. And I mean, Baker really found a renaissance in, oh, in yeah. Tampa Bay. He's had some moments. I mean, he had that really cool game for the Rams. He had a season for the Panthers mm -hmm. where he had moments, but never really felt like he had captured the, the soul of a team like he did at the Browns for, for the first couple of years, like when they won a playoff game with him. Right. Um, never really felt like he had captured the soul of a team the way that he did in Tampa Bay. I really think that he should be back for them. They just have to get, get something uh, worked out. But hey, if Baker wants... He doesn't have to talk to anybody else, right? He can just say, yeah, I'll be a free agent. Who cares? I'm only talking to, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm -hmm. um, that he's perfectly willing to make that choice. But the Buccaneers don't get to make that choice now, yeah. which is yeah. how this leverage dynamic kind of shifts. And maybe that'll change some of the numbers. Uh, I mean, look, if I were a Tampa Bay fan, I'd be going, my goodness, just get this thing done. Yeah. Uh, but hey, if they're trying to stare at each other, if, if there's some kind of negotiation going on that they think they can get the price down a little bit and it's worth it all, then sure. And we're never going to learn about that. So we kind of just have to take it on faith. Yeah, yeah. This one feels like a little bit more of a nail biter than it feels like a dramatic situation or a drastic situation for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're a Tampa Bay fan, it feels likely that Baker Mayfield will be back in Tampa next year. It's just for how much longer beyond that is the promise of the contract. Do they give him a four year, $40 million per year type of contract, or do they try to work something out. That's a little bit more short term, begin to build and invest in their future. All of that. I think it depends upon how many, you know, good years they feel like they can get out of Baker Mayfield. But at this point, I wouldn't say that the door is closed on Baker. The one that feels a little bit more solid. I, I don't want to say for sure, but feels a little bit more, uh, like it's reached a conclusion almost is the Mike Evans one. I mean, $12.2 million of dead money. That's now, you know, hit mm -hmm. the books for Tampa. That's where it's kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum. When you're not dealing with a quarterback, you're not talking about $2.3 million you're talking about plus you're talking about 12 plus million dollars. That one feels like a little bit more of a potential exit when it comes to Mike Evans to me. I, yeah, that's gotta be done. That, that right. is the one where I feel very convicted. If they were going to keep Mike Evans, it would have been so much more efficient to do it before. percent. Um, it, so that it, it's not that it's impossible, right? right? Like, sure. They've got some cap space. They can sign Mike Evans. If they can sign Mike Evans, like they can sign any free agent. Right. So it's not impossible, but it just screams at yet. They, they don't, they're not interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and so where he ends up will will be very interesting. You know, who needs a, a veteran wide receiver that maybe doesn't quite have the legs anymore to be wide receiver one? Um, Kansas City, anybody? Yeah, that I mean that'd be perfect. On. I mean, Kansas. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to say yes to any wide receiver for Kansas City because you just need to get Mahomes a little bit of help on somebody that can win one on one. But like even that, like that might be too much to ask of what Mike Evans can do nowadays. I, he still has his thousand yard superpower where he can get exactly a thousand yards, yeah, but right. never twelve hundred or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so may, maybe that that would still be the move, but I'm like looking at where the Bucks are. Mike Evans doesn't seem like the right thing for them right now. Yeah, they are with dealing with all the dead money from all of these void outs, and they have to replace those guys. They have to figure out what they're doing with Baker Mayfield or not. If Baker Mayfield does walk, then this team is just in full on. We are no longer trying to be good rebuild mode. Yeah, uh, which after, you know, a divisional round appearance is just kind of feels like you're going to go into hibernation for a year, right? Yeah, like it's not like real. this is going to be the team that trades up to one and takes Caleb Williams or anything like that. We're talking about no. the Falcons and the Raiders for that kind of team. Um, if the Bears even do that, which who knows, but like yeah. that's not where the Bucks are. It feels like the Bucks are going into hibernation a little bit and maybe Baker Mayfield can sort of steer that sinking ship for a little bit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah uh and no buccaneers puns intended uh and (laughs) that situation is not something that feels like any any of these guys uh like uh mike evans or levante david or even like matt filer who's 32 should really be a part of antoine winfield that makes a lot of sense because by the time you're good again he's still going to be 28 years old right you need someone to, to to build around there you should still have a plan to build and and he can be part of that plan and you keep him in the building for three years so he's still there and ready to go when you're ready to go but for guys that are like likely to retire in the next two or three years i think all of them can walk and go have their retirement tours elsewhere yeah yeah absolutely i I completely agree with the, the that list there where you talked about guys like um uh guys like levante david uh you know to an extent i would probably include uh, you know, Sean Murphy bunting and some of the other players that could potentially yeah. be seeing their way out. I know he's a, well, he, was, he actually, he spent last year with the Titans, but you know, yeah, like yeah. some but of these same, guys that have been same gig, honestly, if we're looking yeah. over at Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's got a lot of those guys. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is absolutely one of them too. Um, I'm going to throw out one more destination. Cause I agree with you on, on, on those guys around, you know, Tampa and things like that, who should be back, who, who might not be. Uh, but I'll throw one other potential destination for Mike Evans out there that kind of fits the bill of what you're talking about to where he doesn't need to be the number one. What about the New York Jets with Garrett Wilson on the opposite side? Yeah, and give them what they thought they had with, with Denzel Mims this whole time. Yeah, um, yeah and then what they you know, tried somebody to recapture. Bigger body who, yeah, uh, I really like that. And, and I think, you know, teams that have that kind of uh, that burner um, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of teams of somebody like Detroit who they've got a lot of burners and then they have Amon Ra, but do you have that possession receiver um, right. where everybody's a little bit specialized in Detroit? So get somebody that that can just present another threat and let those guys do those specialized things with each other rather than trying to rely on Khalif Raymond or Jamison Williams to be more than they are. Um, I, I like that there, honestly. Uh, I, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I really like the Jets for that too. Um, if Miami's offense wasn't just so fast altogether, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, might, that I might say there, but he predicated that feels like speed. a bad fit. Yeah. 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 That feels like it's like you have to be sure. fast to do something. I mean, sure. It, it would still probably, he, he could get a lot of, um, you know, random little short targets because everything deepens so much. Cause you got so much speed to worry about, but, uh, just have a tight end do that. I don't know. I don't think you need Mike yeah. Evans to be that guy. 
Yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you what, some a lot of NFC South free agents tend to stay in the NFC South with a different team. So places like, you know, Carolina, where you have no number one, you have no identity at wide receiver. Uh, hey, the Falcons need a Johnny Smith replacement. Too. That's true. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There you go. In a Falcon situation as well. So lots of interesting things coming from this. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the more, more of the most intriguing off seasons, I think, that we're going to see out of the 32 teams in what will be a very entertaining off season as a whole. And speaking of an entertaining off season, it becomes even more entertaining depending upon where the salary cap hits. And rumor is it might be a little bit higher than anticipated. So we're going to break that down and much more as we get to our yike and like to wrap up today's episode of Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by America's number one sports book. It is FanDuel. And if you feel like you missed out watching the Super Bowl and everybody having all kinds of fun with their props, look, sports are always going on. You can still find all that stuff at FanDuel.com. If you want to get started, go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and lay down any $5 bet. Uh, does not matter how short the odds are. Go find some heavy favorite, hit the money line, do whatever. And if that bet wins, you get 150 bucks in bonus bets. That's 50 to one odds or I'm sorry, 30 to one odds in, uh, in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and get started. FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, everybody, wrapping up today's episode of Locked on NFL. It's Luke Braun and I here to give you our yike and our like. I want to start off with our like today around the NFL's salary cap because Luke and I are a couple of salary cap nerds, but we're the good kind. So we're breaking out a couple of different things there uh, when it comes to all of that. We appreciate you very much for being here for another episode of Locked on NFL. Don't forget to come back tomorrow. James and Chris are going to be bringing you everything that you need on the Wednesday episode of Locked on NFL. Um all right, Luke, I'm going to kick us off with my like, if that's all right. Um, I'm all about this new salary cap limit, man. A lot of people of course thinking you are. it was, yeah, you know, I love it. I love it. We'll get to the why here in just a sec, but let me tell you, let me tell you what you need to know about the salary cap. So what we're understanding from folks like Mike Florio and others uh, is that there's a good chance that the NFL salary cap in 2024 is going to be higher than anticipated. A lot of folks were kind of looking at like 242. So it's it, it the last year's 2023 was 228 million dollars, yeah. just a little bit over. And um, if, if I can interject real quick, because yeah, a lot please. of people get their knowledge from this by looking up cap websites like over the cap or spot rack. Yes. Uh, those websites are going with like projections of what the yeah. cap will be. We do not actually know what the salary cap is for a given year. They're going off of like a best guess based on data and history and stuff. And it does fluctuate like this sometimes. So like if you 100%. looked up how much quote unquote cap space your team has, that is a projection based on some speculation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of folks have been using sort of the the projected figure of about 243, 246, 248 million dollars, somewhere in that area. Uh, but apparently, uh, Mike Florio, those over at PFT were told more and that it could be as high as up to 250 million dollars so typically when we look at a salary cap boost from year to year with the exception of the covid season where it went down uncharacteristically but also understandably uh is that it usually goes up somewhere around just shy of 20 million dollars per year 18 million dollars sometimes sometimes a little bit more but now you're talking about this potentially going up nearly uh, $25 million. That's a pretty nice little step up. And a lot of that has to do with, um, 
new betting money, uh, new TV deals coming into the league, uh, the payments from that COVID season that the NFL was still paying off, uh, that kind of subsiding now. Yep, but with the expiring. NFL... Mm -hmm. With the NFL and the NFLPA who negotiate this number every year, it's not just a number that pops up. There's work that happens with this number. Uh, they're trying to avoid having this big spike, right, to where it's you know a $75 million leap or something like that. I'm just I'm just making up a number. And so maybe a little bit more of a steady, you know, just adding to what the steady increase has always been. And it looks like we might start to get that here in 2024. So if you're a fan of a team like, oh, I don't know, the New Orleans Saints, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings, to an extent, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that kind of do a lot of fancy things with their contracts, kick money down the road, maneuver the salary cap in such a way that they look at it as an overall rolling balance as opposed to a year-by-year -year balance, this is good news and this is exciting news because mm -hmm. maybe it's just that little bit of extra money that helps you helps your favorite team land you know, that good free agent, right? The extra $2 million that makes a difference in a larger contract conversation, not just a $2 million player. So it's going to have some pretty big impact for a lot of teams. And of course, makes that those overages, those teams that are under the salary cap or over the salary cap right now, it makes sort of getting compliant with the salary cap just a little bit easier. Yeah. And it rewards you for being the kind of team that wants to kick money down the road and mm -hmm. mess with things and do void years and restructures and, and kind of mess with all that because the more money you've kicked down the road, that burden got eased more than you thought. Yep. And if you're the kind of team that said, let's just take our medicine and let's be bad for a year and get some cap space and you would have gotten some cap space anyways, it sort of diminishes Oops. the value of that kind of move. <laughs> uh, and this kind of thing is probably way more likely to happen than for it to get overestimated because yeah. there's a lot of new revenue sources. Like you said, the, the, the pandemic um, sort of debt that needed to be paid off on the salary cap because the, the revenue had gone down and the way that they handled that, that's expiring. There are a lot more reasons to see the cap like jumping than it is yeah. to see it slowing down at all. Uh, and, yep. and honestly, that's because the NFL is pretty good at making money. Uh, yeah, at the expense of some well. things you might care about. <laughs> <laughs> very, very passionately and very, very deeply, <laughs> may we add. Uh, yeah. what, you, what you got for your like, buddy? My like goes to uh, many NFL agents and agencies that encouraged draft prospects to just say no to the S2 cognitive test. Yes. And this isn't going to be something about like, look, the S2 is is very clearly still in development. It is not yep. an, an established thing. And they probably need more uh, sample size, just more like longitudinal study time before we actually have a baseline reference for this. But also... Though the reporting of the S2 t test results got super messed up. Mm -hmm. the, the thing about CJ Stroud not being good about the S2, that might not have even been true. He might not have even right. gotten a bad score, let alone whether we know if it matters or not. Right. Uh, so I think it is just another misguided attempt to measure something that if you know what you're looking at on the football field, you don't need a measuring stick yep. for. You can tell if someone can process quickly. You can tell what they're looking at. If you can at, at least make an educated guess as to what as to where their eyes are going and like, look, if you watch a quarterback at home, go pull up a college quarterback's highlight tape or something like that and just watch their face mask or that, the stripe on their helmet or the logo on their helmet. And you can see where their eyes are. You can see where they are looking. Are they going one, two, three, four? Are they staring something down or what? You can you can get that information. And if you know when it is appropriate to stay on your first read because it's a big, long route, and it's going to be open. And when it's not appropriate, you should have come off that because you needed to get through your progression. If you can understand that, which I think any NFL evaluator who gets paid to do this, who is worth their salt, should be expected to do that. They don't need a freaking SAT to know if somebody nope. is smart enough to play. I loved seeing this and I love seeing uh, this call. Um, 
That's great. My yike for this week, I'm going to try to keep this brief, um, is um, pre-free agency, off-season, dead period, trade faux trade proposals. <laughs> This drives me crazy every year. I recently saw one that was like Alvin Kamara, obviously because I cover the Saints. I see I get sent these all the time. Alvin Kamara to the Ravens for a 2024 seventh round pick. Please, please take a seat. Um, Somebody else had one about the Dallas Cowboys trading for Michael Thomas, whose contract is about to void. So just one thing that I would say is that if you see these, it's 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 talking points. It's exploring possibilities. It's exploring scenarios, all those other things. It's not reporting news. So make sure that you're able to really draw the delineation between what is somebody's like creative uh, property versus what's being reported. That's that's my that's my word of warning uh, around this point. Yeah. of the season. The, this is the time of year where there are a lot of people who are not interested in informing you. They are interested right. in in getting engagement from you. They are interested in wasting as much of your time as possible. They're not looking out for you. Uh, I, I think at Lockdown, we do a pretty good job of yeah. actually caring whether or not we are enhancing the... I mean, David Locke talks about it all the time. Like You yeah. want to enhance the experience of your, of your audience. It's important. Uh, and without it, I think audience members will catch on to it and leave. And I think this is me encouraging you to catch on to it and leave. If you sense that somebody <laughs> is just saying something to get you riled up and they don't really mean it, they don't really think that's a good idea. They just think it'd be funny to put it out there. You don't need to waste your time on that person. Don't waste your time on somebody that's not going to put their time into, into your experience. You know? Yep. yep. Um, totally agreed. For my yike, uh, we got to talk about Jimmy G, buddy. Oh, my uh, He goodness. gets a PED suspension. Dude. What's it? Two, two games? Two games. Uh, get, gets in trouble while he's headed into free agency after losing his job functionally to Aiden O'Connell. It, it might be curtains for Jimmy G, man. Yeah, that might man. not. I don't know if he gets another job. I mainly because like I could see him getting a job as a bridge or a backup or a veteran, especially for a team that drafts one of these young guys. Right. And let's say, you know, you, you, you yeah. think that whoever it is, you think that guy needs a year, right. Or needs, sure. uh, needs six weeks to get ready. Uh, Jimmy G would be perfect for that. Right. Uh, to come in. I think Ryan Tannehill kind of fills that same, that mm-hmm. same mold, just somebody yep. to come in and just be two and four in those first six games. So that if our guy comes in, you know, and he, and he blows up like CJ Stroud did, we can uh we we still have enough in the standings where we can make that comeback this year and yeah. this year won't be totally lost and we don't have to just write it off as a development year that's the point of a bridge quarterback and i feel like that's perfect for for jimmy garoppolo as a bridge quarterback but not if you're gonna miss the first two games yeah not great that kind of defeats the whole purpose of everything Entirely. and then you might have to take a year off and once you've taken a year off at that age with that reputation you might as well go into tv what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be over before it even starts. That kind of stinks too, man, because like there were some people that still thought he might be a franchise guy. And then now that, that had already kind of, you know, uh, fizzled away. And then now this other parts where maybe he enters sort of this latter you know, area. I think a, a good example of what you're discuss- or what you're talking about is when the Falcons drafted uh, Desmond Ritter and signed Marcus Mariota. And an exactly. entire TV series about it. But beside right. the TV series, like that's a good example of exactly what you're talking about. The guy that was able to sit there, do enough so that when their guy was ready, they could they could get their guy out there. And get now, a playoff thing. Or yeah. even the, the Matt Flynn, Russell Wilson scenario. That's the famous Perfect. one, yep. right? Yep. 100%. Um, where he's he's there and hey, your guy's ready before you thought. Not a problem. Not anything right. anybody on the Seahawks is ever going to be mad about, right? Right. Um. Yeah, it just it it sucks not to have that, but I do think that 
I remember talking about the Raiders this time last year going or after the draft when they didn't draft a quarterback and they just went with Jimmy Garoppolo going, really? That's your, your, your that's your Super yes. Bowl plan in the yes. division with Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert. You're going to roll out Jimmy G and hope. And they didn't even that bill didn't even make it through the season before coaches were fired and everything. Lucky for them that they found Antonio Pierce, who seems to be working out pretty well for them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this would look like a pretty dark chapter in Las Vegas history, and it yep. still might be. Yeah, and thank goodness Raiders fans have your boy Q to rely on over at Lockdown Raiders yes. because my goodness, I wouldn't, I couldn't think of anybody better to take that ride with <laughs> all throughout the Raiders season. All right, but it's going to do it for another episode of Lockdown NFL. We appreciate you very much for being here with us and making us your first listen of the day every day, and for being in every day or here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. For your second listen today, make sure you go and check out your favorite Locked On show uh whatever your favorite team is we've got a locked on show for it more than likely nfl nba mlb nhl and dozens of college teams as well so go check it out and see if we've got you covered we'll see you here again in tomorrow's episode of locked on nfl we appreciate you very much for joining us here on the locked on podcast network your team every day